Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. Online shoppers need to watch out this season for online scammers. Don't be so foolishly frugal that you make yourself a victim of a scam. I'm Maureen Cavanaugh with Allison St. John. This is KPBS Midday Edition. Our midday movie critics share some movies and TV series we can all be thankful for this holiday season. I was so grateful for it during this pandemic and I was saving every episode and rationing it like good food. Stay with us for Midday Edition, coming up next. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. Today's the day we traditionally turn our attention forward to the Christmas gifts we're going to buy for our loved ones. If you're like me, you're being inundated with catalogs full of Christmas gift ideas, and shopping online is certainly easier than trekking around malls. And this year, the appeal of ordering from your couch is even greater than usual because of the pandemic. Avoiding virus risks is good, but here to help us avoid the perils of online viruses and scammers is Michelle Singletary, who writes about personal finances for The Washington Post. Michelle, thanks for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. So now Christmas shopping online should be safer than going out all masked up and, you know, searching the stores. But do you suppose that scammers are getting all set up to take advantage of the rush this Christmas? Absolutely. More people are shopping online, as they should be. You know, we've been cautioned to stay at home and and not be out with crowds. And so the scammers know that. The scammers follow the news events and they customize their scams to what's going on. And so people probably have seen their email boxes even full of them before with, you know, get this discount, get this $10 off, get this free, you know, gift card. And I'm just going to tell you, ignore 
every single one of them. Assume that every single one is a lie. Even if it's from a company that looks legit, just if you see it in the subject head, say, okay, and then go to that website. Don't click on anything, nothing from anybody because lots of it is scam and it's become so sophisticated. It's hard to tell which is true and which is not. So assume everything is a lie. Wow. So don't click on anything in your email, but go to the website first. That is correct. Email or text messages or phone calls, everything. Whenever you see something, that's what I do. That's my practice. And, and it's companies I've dealt with. I, I actually order something from them. But if they send me, for example, and I'm expecting a delivery and I get that notice, I don't click on anything in there. I go to the website where I know it's safe and then look when the uh, delivery is coming. Now, what's the best way to check on a website's legitimacy? Well, you know, that's a good question. If you you type in uh, as best you can and look for the website that you're used to dealing with, be very careful about typos because you misplace a letter. They know that. They know people do that. So just be very careful when you type it in. So I type it in even rather than just doing it from the search. That's what you want to do. And you always want to look for signs, you know, misspellings and the website things like that, that, that's a key. But most of the time, uh, if you go right to the site that you normally go to, maybe you bookmarked it in the past, you, you should be safe. Yep. What are the benefits of, of having just one email just for shopping? Is that a good idea? Yeah, I was talking to a security expert and I had never quite heard it like this. He said, you should have a burner email, which I love. Uh, so it's just it's just like it sounds like this is an email you can dump if it gets uh, spammed or, you know, something funky goes with it. And so you create it and you use it just for shopping online. So you, you wouldn't use it, for example, for your bank accounts and things like that. And I love that idea that you have an email just for that, because, you know, the fact of the matter is our data is um, hacked all the time and our emails are compromised. And if you have one that's not connected to all your important accounts, that makes it a little bit safer. Mm. Now, one of the main tips that you give people, I understand, is that we shouldn't use our debit cards for online shopping. Why is that? Yeah, so debit card is like when you fly and there's like coach and then there's first class. So your debit card is like coach. It doesn't have all the luxury of a credit card. So when you have when your credit card is compromised, there are many more consumer rules that protect you. For example, if someone charges something up in your credit card, you're not liable for all those charges except for about $50. And most of the credit card companies will waive even that. But if you use your debit card, card. That money comes directly out of your bank account. And then you have to negotiate or file a claim with the bank. And that can take 30 to 60 days. So if someone wipes out your bank account and your mortgage is due or your rent is due, you know, the bank is not necessarily going to put that money back in time for you to make those payments. So you should absolutely not be using your debit card, particularly if it's connected to your main household account where you do your billing. If you feel like you don't want a credit card, or you don't have one, create a bank account that only has enough for the things that you're going to be shopping for online. Or as the security experts advise and the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission recommends, get a prepaid debit card. So you can put the money on there that you need to shop with and then you can save, safely shop that or use one of the cash apps or PayPal or Apple Pay. You don't want to use anything that's connected directly to your cash money. Now, what about when you found the perfect gift and it's on a site that you may not have used before, but you are invited to become a member? 
Do you recommend customer loyalty? You know, it avoids having to fill out all your details every time. What, what are the pros and cons of signing up with companies as a member or staying a guest? There's some places where you want to be a loyal member. I shop at a certain grocery store, and so I have the loyalty card because I'm there every week. But if it's just a one-time thing where you sing something and you want to get it, and be sure that you check that site out. The FTC suggests that if you see a site, Google that name of that company or the site and then put in like scam or complaints or something that might come up with people's like, don't use this site. Check them out on Yelp. I just do a lot before I go to a site that I've never been to. I do a lot of research and I actually tend not to unless it's been recommended to someone who's used them like small retailers or people who are, you know, running their own business. If somebody says, oh, this is a good company, then I'll do that. But just blindly searching on the internet for a company and you see something, for example, like you want an Apple Watch and you see a site that says it's like $100, but it is no $100 Apple Watch. (laughs) And so that is, a. I mean, this is particularly those people who are frugal and I'm frugal as well. Don't be so foolishly frugal that you make yourself a victim of a scam. So if it looks cheaper than normal for other sites, then just don't do it. It's not worth the risk. Mm-hmm. It looks too good to be true. It probably is. Yeah. You know, it is. And, you know, people say that, but I, I don't think that helps people because what happens is if you are got a, a certain mindset, you kind of in your head think, oh, well, this is good. Um, and I, so that's why I sort of do absolutes. Like, you know, if I'm shopping for something, I'm going to comparison shop. And many of the major retailers do price matching. And so if you know that other companies are price matching and you see some other company that is way below that, then that is a red flag because the other companies are already doing that. And if they're not going that low, then it's very likely that that is a scam. Uh, So don't let your frugality uh, make you a, a victim of a con. Just don't do it. There is no free $50 Amazon card out there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it just isn't. Don't click on anything. I cannot stress that enough, folks. You have to be careful about all those things out there. And when it comes to loyalty cards, if you're not going to use the store again, there's no point in giving them all your information. Um, because once that information is there, then if they get hacked, now it's out there for other people to take advantage of you. So just stick to the stores that you absolutely are truly going to be visiting regularly and the rest of them just check out as a guest. It's okay to just be a guest on those sites. Well, you've given us a lot to think about, Michelle. Uh, We've been speaking with Michelle Singletary, who is a uh, personal finances columnist for the Washington Post. Michelle, thanks so much. You're so welcome. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. 
You're listening to KPBS Midday Edition. I'm Alison St. John with Maureen Cavanaugh. Since this is the month for giving thanks, our midday movie critics have come up with films and shows that they are thankful for. Joining us are KPBS cinema junkie Beth Accomando and movie wallers Yazdi Pitavala. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I know that you are both big movie fans, and it must be difficult to limit yourself to just a few titles, but we're going to limit your choices to just three things. An old-time movie you're thankful for during this pandemic, a new movie, and a binge-worthy series. So let's start with the old movie. And Beth, what's an old movie you were grateful for? Well, during this pandemic, Sean Connery recently died, and I grew up loving his Bond movies. But as I got older and saw more of his films, I began to appreciate him as an actor in films like The Hill and The Man Who Would Be King. But the film that just brought a swell of emotions during this time was Richard Lester's Robin and Marion. It's a beautiful, bittersweet, often funny film about these legendary characters late in life. It was made in 1976, so the first time I saw it, I was a teenager, and I remember it made me cry, but seeing it again now at 60, it's really like making me face my own mortality and reflect on my life, so it was really a a wonderful experience to have right now. Huh, yeah. Now, Yazdi, your older film uh, to be thankful for is a Japanese film that you say brings you joy and, and keeps you sane, which is important at this time. Yes, uh, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite films of all times is Still Walking, a movie by Hirokazu Koreeda. The movie came out in 2008, and it's about a family in a little town in Japan which comes together for an annual ritual to to remember the son who died um, a few years ago. And in many ways, it belongs to the genre of Thanksgiving movies where families get together and secrets get revealed and so forth. But I really like the movies of Koreeda because as a filmmaker, he refuses to make anyone a bad guy in his movies. And in this film, too, every single person in the family has good intentions but cannot help being who they inherently are. And that's where the conflict comes from. It's a beautiful film that I keep going back to again and again. There's something something deeply universal about it, and it, it's like a salve uh, in, in our current times. Well, thank you for that recommendation, yes. Now, Beth, you are a fan of horror movies, of course, so I'm not surprised that you're tuning into a film that uh, is in this genre to be thankful for, and that's His House, which is streaming on Netflix. Here's a clip from the trailer. I saw something in the dark. You have felt it, too. Let them send us back. How quickly you forget everything we went through to get here. (laughs) Amazing sound effects. What appealed to you about this movie called His House? Well, I always like to highlight smaller, lesser-known films because I'm so thankful for fresh cinematic voices that reveal new perspectives. His House is the debut feature of a British director, Remy Weeks, and it focuses on a refugee couple from South Sudan who come to England and get asylum. They're given a house, but the thing is they're not supposed to leave it. And the house is kind of haunted and they bring their own ghosts from their past. So the film recalls last year's Atlantics, which also dealt with African refugees and ghosts. And what's refreshing about both those films is how African culture and folklore 
give a different flavor to the supernatural elements. And Weeks creates some stunning and haunting imagery and mixes social commentary with the horror. The film also has two rising stars in Wunmei Musaku and Shape Dizaru. And he's in the show uh, Gangs of New York and she is in Lovecraft Country. And it's just a remarkable film and really just a wonderful take on the supernatural that is fresh. Okay, and Yasti, your pick for current movies coming up uh, is Sound of Metal, which will start streaming free on Amazon Prime in December. Here's a clip from that trailer featuring Riz Ahmed as a drummer losing his hearing. Your hearing is deteriorating rapidly. We'll come back. Till then, Lou, we just keep going, okay? No. Lou, no. let's play tomorrow. Let's see what it's like, okay? I'm going to be like a click track. You can play to me. Do you understand me? I can't. I'm dead. I'm dead. So, Yazdi, what made you pick this film? What I really like about this film is that it puts you in the shoes of this person going through what can possibly be um, one of the first worst events in a person's life. Uh, in this particular case, it's about a person who is told that um, he's going to be losing his earring in a matter of days. And, um, you know, with, with the use of exceptional sound design, you hear what he's hearing, or rather you start losing um, the audio perception that he's starting to lose. And for me, this is a definition of a horror movie, in that if we were to find out that any one of our faculties, particularly one which define us, he happens to be a metal drummer, that's who he is, um, if you suddenly were to lose it, how do you deal with it? And on the, you know, on the surface, it's about, you know, the post-traumatic stress, you know, that you have to, you have to manage. But, you know, we often hear of people who wake up in an accident having lost a limb or, you know, Beethoven uh, famously lost hearing in the last couple of years of his life. How do you move on and how do you get past your own rage and kind of find a new normal? And this movie treats its main character played here, uh, played here by Riz Ahmed in an exceptional performance, um, you know, plays it with a lot of honesty. And um, I just liked how human the film is. Mm. And as someone who loves radio, I appreciate how important hearing is. Yes. So as COVID-19 cases continue to rise, we're being urged to stay home and Many of us find that the best thing to do is binge on a show. So, Yazdi, you are grateful for a show that you feel is just what we need in our current troubled times, and that's Schitt's Creek on Netflix. Yes, so Schitt's Creek uh, swept through the Emmys earlier this year and hardly needs more recognition, but I'm still uh, <laughs> recommending Schitt's Creek, particularly because the last and final season of the show has dropped on Netflix now. And this the show started as a very silly, inane almost one joke um, kind of uh, story about a Kardashian-like family which loses all their wealth and status and is forced to live in a really small town. And it started two-dimensional and over the last six seasons, it's been very stealthily adding more and more depth to each of these characters so that now they are fully, fully well-rounded and you know them and love them for who they are, foibles and all. And again, this is a show which you know, through its progression has managed to 
bring a lot of humanity to what would have been otherwise a very tired show. So I was so grateful for it during this pandemic and I was saving every episode and rationing it um, like good food. And Beth, the, the binge-worthy show that you're thankful for also offers us some humor, some escapism, as well as more ghosts. And it's the British show Truth Seekers on Amazon Prime. Hello, Truth Seekers. You receiving me? Hey, yeah. Why don't you record a quick intro which I can play out before we go live? A ruling. Call it. Action. Ah. <laughs> Welcome, Truth Seekers. Gus Roberts here on the Truth Seekers channel. We're about to go live into the former Chichester Institute of the criminally insane, insane, insane. Yes, this stars and was co-created by Simon Pegg and Nick Frost of Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, and I love those guys. And this is a comedy about part-time paranormal investigators. Each episode is an easy-to-digest 30 minutes, and there are great supporting stars in Malcolm McDowell and Kelly McDonald. It's funny, quirky, sweet-natured, and a perfect antidote to any quarantine anxiety you might have. Well, well, thank you so much. As always, we're, we're grateful to the two of you for the tips that you bring us for what's worth watching this holiday season. So thank you so much, KPBS cinema junkie Beth Accomando and Movie Waller's film critic Yazdi Pitavala. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com.